Well, hello and welcome back to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, celebrity brand director across a multitude of sassy titles. Yes, she is. And I'm Ian McEwen, uh, TV critic on TV Times, What's on TV and TV and Satellite Week. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 30th of October 2020, including Truth Seekers, the new Amazon Prime series starring Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, and the return of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Yes, and we'll also be talking about Netflix horror film His House featuring Matt Smith, the new SpongeBob SquarePants film, I can hear you all squeal as I say that, also on Netflix, and stars play crime drama Godfather of Harlem. But first, Ian, tell me, what's in the news? Well, you probably haven't noticed, but uh, there's an election going on (laughs) in America. No, not heard anything, And so, uh, (laughs) to mark the occasion, um, Spitting Image is doing a two-part US election special, uh, which is going to be available uh, from Saturday the 31st of October. Um, and I think it's you're also going to be able to see it on ITV on Saturday night. Does that mean there's going to be a Biden? Yes, there a, is. A Biden there is too. indeed. Yeah. Brilliant. I wonder how old they're going to make him look. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what news do you have for me, Hannah? Well, I'd like to talk about Strictly. Good. Because Strictly is back. Um, We've talked about this before. Um, I kind of, the jury's out, I suppose, at the moment in terms of um, how successful it will be without an audience. We've seen other programmes do really well. Britain's Got Talent, uh, it's not been a problem for them. So hopefully it won't be for Strictly. It's just that I I kind of feel they have a really big part to play in in, in Strictly Come Dancing, I think. But it's back. It was back with a bang. Um, We've got Jamie Lang, who was obviously uh, injured last year and couldn't take part. We've got Nicola Adams, the boxer, um, Ram Veer Singh, who's the uh, political editor from Good Morning Britain. Um, yeah, quite a few decent names in there. So good lineup, a little bit yeah. of sparkle to your Saturday. So on to we got again. We got another good week. The um, first big show of the week. Wow, I'm very excited about this. It's uh, Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. The return of Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Let's have a listen to a clip. Hello, we're here to fix your broadband. You ever had a paranormal experience? This is my YouTube channel. Most haunted institute of the criminally insane. 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 I don't want anything to do with ghosts ever again. Oh, I think I'm being chased by ghosts. So this is um, an eight episode series available as a box set. Um, and of course, people will be familiar with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg from the Cornetto trilogy, uh, which is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. And of course, many years ago, they were in a TV series together, weren't they? That the brilliant Spaced. Anyway, on to this one. Uh, the gist of it is that Nick Frost plays this internet installation engineer. Uh, but his real passion is sort of ghost hunting and uh, he's got a YouTube channel where he is the truth hunter and he goes looking for kind of weird paranormal uh, phenomena. And he's got this new assistant at work called Elson John, <laughs> played by Samson K.O. Um, and Simon Pegg in a terrible, terrible wig uh, plays their boss Dave, who sends them out on various missions. 
Um, it's also got the brilliant Malcolm McDowell movie legend from things like A Clockwork Orange. He plays Gus's father, and uh, in episode one, there's the best joke involving a stair lift since uh, Peter Kay and Phoenix Knights. So this is, I think it's great. It, it undercuts all of the sort of supernatural stuff with great humour, as you'd imagine. Um, great to see them back together. The writing is up to scratch. Um, is this the sort of thing you like, Hannah? Are you a fan? Well, I think originally when we... Uh, I didn't think it would be, but I saw I saw um, Nick Frost interviewed by Jonathan Ross. I don't know if you saw it. And uh, Samson K.O. was also, also on the show. Um, both really funny guys. And it completely brought the whole thing to life. And so absolutely, I'm totally on board with this. I think it looks really, really good. And I'm not, as you know, really into the kind of whole supernatural thing. But I think the humour in there um, sort of negates any issue that I have with that, if you know what I mean. I think it's really, it looks really, really good. Absolutely. Yeah, so that gets a big... Uh... A big binge watch thumbs up. Um, Certainly does. What have, you, what have you been looking at this week? Well, The Mandalorian um, on yes. Disney Plus. This is right up your street. Should we have a li- <laughs> should we have a listen to a clip and then we can have a chat? You know this is no place for a child. Wherever I go, he goes. So I've heard. Okay, so. This is a sci-fi drama, 10 episodes, um, and, well, this is really your bag, isn't it, Ian? You absolutely, you're going to absolutely love this. It's less my bag, but The Mandalorian is played by Pedro Pascal, um, and uh, it carries around this kind of Yoda-like child, and they, they continue their journey. Um, it's, a sec- it's obviously the second series, and they kind of face new em- enemies. Um, they, they make their way through the Star Wars galaxy, and so... I think you've got to be a fan to love this, but it's incredibly well done. I don't know if you'd agree, but when you watch it, the kind of special effects, the the whole thing is 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 a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does look absolutely brilliant. I I was never, even though I am of the Star Wars generation, the original Star Wars, I I didn't become like a super fan like so many people do. So I haven't really been following any of the subsequent. Star Wars stuff but this does look great and of course Baby Yoda is a, a sensation um, Baby Yoda's very cute and uh, very cute. it's all sort of masterminded by um, John Favreau the actor yeah. and director so he's kind of said that for this second series although series one was very much about Mando in this one he's kind of inspired by Game of Thrones to introduce lots of new characters so there's lots of great new stuff to, to enjoy in this second season there is absolutely moving swiftly on uh it's halloween of course great excitement um Ooh. and so you might expect <laughs> some spooky offerings and netflix are showing a film called his house let's have a quick listen congratulations You're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Yeah, so this is a very interesting one. It's actually made by BBC Films. Um, And it does feature Matt Smith, uh, formerly 
Doctor Who, and of course he's in The Crown. But the the stars of it are Soapy Dirisu and Wunni Masaku, and they played a married couple who are refugees from Sudan, and they arrive in England uh, after a very traumatic experience getting there. Um, and they're given this uh, council accommodation, which is pretty grotty, to live in. And then strange things start happening. But but this isn't really like your classic haunted house uh, horror movie. This is actually about them being haunted by the terrible experiences that they've been through uh, in their flight from Sudan. And there's, there's some amazing sequences in it. It's also got some quite funny stuff in it, like he's... He's trying to incorporate with English society and he goes to the pub and he starts singing a song about Peter Crouch, the footballer, while watching the footballer. But yeah, it's really good. Um, Yeah, it's just, in a way, a bit like Get Out was sort of like a reflection on um, racism. This is almost like a reflection on the refugee experience and that they want to settle in, in, in England but there are forces kind of working against them and, and they see all these disturbing visions in their new home. So, yeah, I, I thought this was great, really different. So it's not a kind of, it's not like a thriller as in you kind of go upstairs and you're scared what's under your bed. This is actually, I mean, the idea that they're haunted by kind of what's happened previously actually sounds really quite deep and quite, it kind of almost would play on your mind perhaps type of film as opposed to in the moment fear. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is kind of like a quite gritty social drama, but it does have a few of those jump scares, you know, and, and just okay. and just some really imaginative uh, horror uh, that's that, that links to to what they've been through yeah so i highly recommend it i must say and of course because we're in lockdown or semi-lockdown different areas of the world um or the country you, there's not much for halloween that you can do in terms of parties this year and and, and dressing up and trick-or-treating you can't really do that so i suppose the the onus will be on films like this and people will be trying to sit in and watch that kind of thing if you're a halloween fan well i got an invite to uh, to do a, a an online dance class with one of the Strictly professionals uh, to learn the Monster Mash dance on Halloween. How's that grab you? I I really hope you said yes. (laughs) I really do, because if you didn't, I really want to know why the invite's not in my inbox. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, I'm a bit jealous uh, this week because uh, you got uh, the return of SpongeBob, didn't you, to look at? I have, I have. Are you are you a previous SpongeBob fan? I absolutely love SpongeBob. So SpongeBob on the run. Um, I know you're going to be a big fan of SpongeBob. It's kind of an unusual character, but it's completely, <laughs> completely taken off this franchise, hasn't it? Um, let's have a clip and then we'll have a chat. Hello, little snail. What's your name? Barry, huh? Do you want to be friends? <laughs> Me too. Gary, I'm home. Gary. Gary Bear? Gary? <gasps> Gary! Have you seen Gary? No. Nope. Nope. Gary's been snail mapped. Okay, so Keanu Reeves and Matt Berry join the cast for this, this latest SpongeBob film, which is uh, pretty brilliant in itself because Keanu um, plays a mystical tumbleweed. So you know, if, if you if you like Keanu, then you can't miss this, can you? Um, it's on um, it's on Netflix, and it basically sees. Um, SpongeBob on the run, uh, as as the title suggests, um, when his best friend Gary um, is suddenly snatched away. So he he takes his friend Patrick on a on a mission um, 
far beyond bikini bottom, I'll have you know, um, to save his pink-shelled pal. Um, and this was, um, from looking into it, this was quite affected by the pandemic, I think. I think this, oh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this was, this was due to be released a bit earlier in the year and got caught up with yeah. the making of it. It was going to um, be a summer film, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's a bit of an epic quest, um, bound to be an absolute hit um, and, and definitely one for the kids and the adults alike, I'd say. I agree. I mean, I think Spongebob is fantastic. Um, and I think Matt Berry, he's been promoted. He was a do- the voice of a dolphin in the second film. This time, <laughs> he's the voice of King Poseidon. It's also got Snoop Dogg. And some dancing zombies. So I mean, if that if that's not entertainment, I don't know what is. Oh no! If that doesn't tickle your fancy, <laughs> there's a problem here, isn't it's there? It's going to be great. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, okay, so uh, the last of this week's new offerings. Uh, this is a a crime drama. It's actually been shown on uh, in America already. Uh, it's called Godfather of Harlem. So uh, it's on Stars Play. Let's have a listen to a clip. So much has changed in Harlem since you've been gone. I just knew you'll get right back into the swing of things. I'm already back into the swing of things. This is Bumpy Johnson. He's a legend. He took on Dutch Schultz back in the day. I'm putting things back the way they were. Times have changed. I haven't. Yeah, so the the gangster crime drama, hugely popular genre. Um, now, this one is about uh, a real-life character, a guy called Bumpy Johnson, who was a, a crime boss. Um, and he's played by the fantastic um, Forrest Whitaker. So, and as we start, Bumpy is coming out of uh, prison. He's been in Alcatraz. He's going back to Harlem. But things have changed a bit, and he gets involved in uh, he gets involved with Malcolm X, the Muslim minister, and he's also now kind of taken on the Italians who are sort of trying to take over um, organised crime in the area. And it's got um, Vincent D'Onofrio, who you may remember from Full Metal Jacket, and of course recently he was in Ratchet, wasn't he, as a politician? He is he is very good as the Mafia boss, uh, Vincent Giganti. And Whitaker. I mean, he's he's great at portraying that um, sort of inner steel behind a quite a sort of calm, almost friendly-looking exterior. And it's got Paul Salvino, of course, from Goodfellas. is in it as well. So... Oh, this, this is going to be a hit. This, is, this, is, this sounds great. Well, episode one is really good, but reading the reviews from America... It sounds as if it doesn't quite keep up to that standard, oh. but it's an interesting it's an interesting premise, and also I think I think the problem is that they're they're trying to jam a hell of a lot of history into this series, and they're also trying to do like the personal stories affecting the families of the main players. But yeah, I, I certainly enjoyed the first one, and I will be watching more. Yeah, I mean the premise of this is absolutely brilliant. I mean it should it should be really good. So it's a bit of a shame to hear that the kind of you know, the critics aren't absolutely loving it, but maybe, as you say, it's just too much jammed in. Yeah, but the critics didn't like The Greatest Showman, which I watched on telly this week, and, uh, of course, it became a massive hit. Ooh, you can't not love The Showman. Yeah. There's, a, there's something missing if you don't like that. <laughs> now, it's come to that time of the podcast, Hannah, where 
we all find out what you've been binging on. So uh, <laughs> what have you been getting stuck into this week? Well, I kind of feel like I don't really want to say, but I'm going to because that's the bit of the show where I do this. So I kind of have to. Oh, um, yeah. But um, I was dipping into Lucifer slightly. Really? Um, yeah, because I, I, did, I don't love it and I kind of want to love it. And I love Tom Ellis, so I, I I thought, do you know what? It's on Prime, Amazon Prime. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look. And I was kind of flicking around, thinking, what can I sort of dip into that's light and easy? And and, it, and that is. So I I watched Lucifer for okay. a while, um, and also the other one. This is the reason I don't really want to say, but I'm gonna say it anyway because I should not be ashamed. Um, I've been watching the Towie Years. I know, I know, um, but you should. But I have written half their books. <laughs> Probably should. And it just watches a broad church. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I like to That's reminisce fun. sometimes in between <laughs> trying to finish off the fall and not be scared. So um, mm. th- that brings some light entertainment to my life. Anyway, moving on. Are these books still available, Hannah? Just a little plug. They are all, all good bookshops. Well, um, <laughs> I've been revisiting uh, Stranger Things um, from the very beginning, which of course is wonderful. Um, I watched the first episode of Roadkill, uh, the new drama starring Hugh Laurie as uh, a politician with a skeleton in the cupboard, which I, I enjoyed. Um, it's by David Hare, actually, the um, the playwright, who's sometimes called David Hot Air. It's a bit cruel, isn't it? Um, it's just <laughs> it's so great to see Hugh Laurie back on telly, and he's just got such presence. I mean, he is fantastic. Hugh Laurie is amazing. I, I actually, I'm, I've been meaning to look at this. I mean, I'm going to. Hugh Laurie's yeah, great. Yeah, check it out. I mean, some of the some of the plot developments I didn't quite buy, but yeah, it's worth seeing for him alone. Um, now we've just got time to have a look at what we're going to be discussing next week. So, Hannah, what is coming up? Well, I do get all the best. Thanks, Ian. Um, I do get the best ones to talk about. The Simpsons on Disney Plus. Woo! Um, a new 22 episode series. Um, well, not a lot more to say than that, is there? How exciting. I know. Fantastic. And we'll also be having a look at uh, Trackers on Sky Atlantic, which is a new action-packed thriller set in Cape Town. And we'll also be digging out a few more gems for you to, uh, to binge on. However... In the meantime, keep, keep watching. watching.